0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. I hope everything is great. And, um, yeah, I I apologize. I have been offline. I've been offline for, like, four days. I've been offline, and it's really not... Yeah, it's so not cool at all. Um, I, gosh, it's so bad to say I've been busy because it's like... But yeah, I've been occupied, I think, mentally. I think that has just really been the thing. And um, anyway, so let's just get right into it. I'm really sorry. I trust God I'm going to be back. Um, Things will get better in coming days, and I think I I'll get a bit more centered. It's really a very busy time for me work-wise, and work is coming in, leads are being generated, but then work should never take the place of this, so that's no excuse. I think I just have to work out a new schedule. But, um, thanks to all those who are still, you know, watching the old episodes and just catching up. As you know, this is almost like a daily devotional reflection type of period. So, you know, we we always have a lot of episodes. And I think that's why I get lazy sometimes because I'm like, oh, there's always, you know, I'm sure no one has gone through. I'm sure there's no one person that has gone through all the episodes. I'm like, oh, there's something for anybody. But I think there's something about the word for the day. So I shouldn't really look at it that way. So anyways, um... I am beginning to have a healthy respect for God and the way he works and the way he thinks. And it's not like I didn't have a healthy respect before now. But, you know, there are things that he says to me. There are things that he... You know, I, I find that they God's version of things. You know, you know, like for instance, you know how it is when something happens... Like, let's assume there was an incident, you know, somewhere that there maybe, you know, there was an incident, something that whether it was a fire, it was a storm or whatever. And then you are going around and asking people, what happened? How did the fire start? You go to the lady next door. She tells you it started um, in this sort of way. Um It happened, started from, you know, this house, went on to do this and did that, you know. Somebody else tells you, actually, it didn't start from that house, you know. And you get different accounts. And that's how it is. Anything that happens in life, which is why the police interview anybody when there's an incident, because there is no one person that will see everything, so everybody will sit, speak from their own perspective, which is why sometimes some people are wrongly convicted, because, you know, the perspective may be wrong, you may you may, you may may misinterpret what you saw, you, you know, or, you know, you, you, you just even didn't see anything, or what you saw was not what you saw, you know, what you think you saw, what you saw was not what you, or what you think you saw is not really what you, Actually, so. So the police tries to then piece it together, you know, eyewitness accounts. I have found out that God's version of events are more trustworthy, more accurate than the version that even I, who is at the center of whatever it is that happened, is. So even when it is something that I was there, it happened to me, or I did it, or I was part of it, God's version, interpretation, account, witness of what happened is more accurate. Why do I say this? I say this because I'm beginning to realize that whenever God tells me, whenever something happens, whether it's to me or, you know, and God tells me, gives me a word, or he tells me this is, Or he brings his own version or he tells me or gives me meaning or interpretation or says something to me about what I did, what somebody else did to me, what happened or the context. Regardless of how outlandish it sounds or looks or feels to me at that time, eventually I will realize he was spot on. He was so spot on. Something just happened to me now. Unfortunately, I cannot go into the details. There was a meeting that I had like a week ago, and it had a very significant impact on me. And there was I was just sensing so many undercurrents. The undercurrents were hmm, as in I was just sensing, and I think I mentioned this in the last couple of musings where I said, you know, I sometimes I sense things and that I don't know what it means, and that many times you know there's that struggle you know it's like my mind is operating on a different planet my spirit is operating on a completely different planet the bridge between the two is my soul and sometimes the soul can in fact, the soul cannot help me so i have to wait until god is able to bring the you know somehow through life and experiences ah lord it's it's so terrible so i have and you know what it means I, I sense things, but the interpretation doesn't always come immediately. It takes a while. And when I say while, sometimes days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months. In fact, in some very in some cases, actually years. But it, it's never, you know, I never, it, there are some cases where when it involves other people, I get the, the meaning immediately. But when it involves me, no, it doesn't always come immediately like that. But I will, but I stay with it. though I don't, maybe I don't, I will continue to wait on God until that meaning comes. You know what I mean? And when I say wait on God, some people think it's like I go into prayer. Not, I don't do any of those, you know, prayer. I just wait. You know what I mean? I continue to ask him as I'm do, going through my normal life. I don't make a ceremonial prayer about it. I'm like, God, what does this mean? Tell me. You know, I just keep saying it. And I know that he's he's responding, but I know that apparently, you know, I I sense it. I sense that because of where God is coming from and where I am, sometimes the communication gets, you know, it's like trying to pass, you know, a thread through the eye of a needle and the needle is very tiny. The eye of the needle is very tiny. So, you know, the thread, you keep pushing and pushing, you know, it will take eventually it will go through. It's not for lack of trying. I mean. You know, for me, particularly when you're working with a needle that has a very tiny eye and then the thread is a bit thicker or the fiber is a little bit thicker, fiber of the thread, it will take sometimes six, seven or eight, nine tries before you thread it. And of course, you must have very good eyesight to be able to do that. So, but you would have been trying, but it would take a while. And that's almost like how it feels for me. So, God would tell me his version of events. This particular situation, I came out of it. I was like, my goodness. Did I imagine, I was like, no, 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 no. What happened is, it can't be that, you know. But God kept on telling me, it is. What you are sensing, this is what it is. And even though it falls completely, you know, it, it it goes against what you believe about yourself and what you think you can still happen to you or, you know, and blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you that this is what this is. And even though, so on my side, I could say yes. Okay, so I took it with a pinch of salt, to be honest. And in my mind, I was like, okay, fine. I recognize that this is what this is in terms of what happened to me. But I'm not so sure that I wasn't convinced about some other aspects of that situation or, you know, what God was saying to me. I wasn't convinced. You know, that kind of thing. Because it was challenging the orthodoxies that I have about myself and what can happen to me and the space that I'm in. You know, that kind of thing. It's almost like... When you go into a meeting and how would I put it, you know, you've already told yourself that there's certain things that can never happen to you or opportunities that are beyond you or, you know, you're not that kind of person that people see in that kind of light anymore. And then you come out, you you, you know, you, you sense some undercurrents in the meeting and then God tells you that, you know what, this people, this is what they were thinking. And you're like, no, they wouldn't have been thinking that. You know, people don't really look at me that way. You know, I'm not really that kind of person. Yes, I know they were intrigued. They were this and that, but it's not what you're thinking. You know, yes. You, you know, and, and you are trying to man, you're trying to mansplain God. You know how men, you know, always explaining what they don't know. You, you know, you're trying to do that with the Lord. So I was mansplaining God because I couldn't wrap my head around his own version of events and what he was trying to tell me. And this happens in real life as well. When police officers sometimes are interrogating certain people, because they have a preconception in their mind of whether innocence or guilt or where a portion lies, they, they, their inability to wrap their heads around the account that this particular eyewitness is giving makes them come to a wrong conclusion, and justice is not served. So that was what I was doing to God. I was, you know, and even though in my heart, now, to be honest, in my heart, I knew, ah, in my heart, in fact, in my spirit, I knew that, I knew that what I sensed could only have been as vibrant as it did if, ah, I just, it wasn't, yeah, I knew that, no, There is something very serious going on here and it's not just, I didn't imagine things and it's not all in my head. But I couldn't wrap my head around what that meant if it was possible that it was not, it was just not me because the implication of that was so far-reaching for me. I just didn't want to think about it, consider it. And when I think of it, there are many aspects of my life that God has given me. In fact, there's still some unresolved issues in my life where God has Giving me the interpretation of what's going on, and and the funny thing is this: you you don't you won't always have evidence to support it. It will take a while. So in my case, this in this in another unrelated case, it's it's I know I may never get the full answer. It may it may not happen in this lifetime. But this ex, other experience I'm referring to now is making me realize that. You know what? Don't even bother looking for evidence anymore. Just take God at his word. Because today, when I woke up, some, somebody sent me something. And in the process of just looking through it, let's just say that I, I got confirmation of what I had been sensing from the incident that I was referring to that happened about a week ago. So I realized that what God, God was so right. He was He was He was right. He was so right. His assessment of the situation was correct. And you know, it's not that I doubt God. Let me put it that way. You know, sometimes when God speaks, I, I always have this thing in my mind that okay, yes, okay, maybe God said this, but are you sure you're not your mind isn't interfering, you know. I always wonder, is it a clean feed? Sometimes I don't have that doubt, you know. But many times I question, I'll be like, okay, yes, okay you know, how much of this Aisha is really good. And I I don't know why I should still be feeling that way. But so I just, you know, and I, and I, I, you know, a part of me says it's the right thing to do because otherwise, you know, you can get, you know, carried away, you know, you know, because sometimes it may really not be God. Your mind may be playing tricks on you as well, you know, and all that. But I think it is wrong for me to say that because I've had a relationship with God over time and I recognize his voice and he has, he has revealed a lot of things to to me. Helped me through life. Done things that nobody else can do. I mean, literally, I have a situation in my house where God, somebody that you know was really needed healing. God told the person, "I am going to heal you," and it came to pass, as he had said, exactly as he had said, and it was the kind of miraculous healing. It was not even a healing of oh, I started getting better. It was a It was a healing of, I was blind and I see. And it was a significant, a notable miracle happened in my house, in my house. I was a witness to it. I was a witness to when the person came to tell me that this is what the Lord said. I was a witness to when the day came. And I was a witness to when it happened. I was there. So I have seen the power of the Lord I don't need anybody to tell me about who he is. I have seen his goodness. I have seen his I have seen his power. I have seen his love. I have seen his kindness. I have seen his glory. I have seen his goodness. I have seen him. So I shouldn't have to worry or, you know, second guess or doubt when he says certain things to me and you know I and this is me speaking to myself because i have seen him god has the kind of testimonies i've had in my life in my in my personal life in fact I'm like you know a lot of people they talk about testimonies or in church when they went to church you know they, for me it, church has never been a place where those kind of things happened to me my experience with christ has always been in my house the, the, the greatest miracles I've ever experienced. When I say miracle, I mean supernatural interventions. They have always been outside the walls of the church. In fact, they've always been in my house. My house has always been my altar. There was once when God miraculously stopped a stench of, I mean a flow of what should not have been flowing from me. Miraculously. You know, in fact, I I should open a book of miracles because personally I have received and nobody praying for me, me just talking to the Lord and the Lord will give me a word. The Bible says he sent his word and he healed them and he, he healed them from all destruction. God heals by his word. Jesus too, it was his word. There was no time Jesus healed anybody silently and that should tell us something. There was no time. Anytime Jesus healed, he will speak The speech was was the activator of the power of God. So his word is something that we cannot play with. So whether it is the written word of God that is documented in the Bible, or the spoken word that comes forth by his spirit in a relationship with somebody that has a salvation relationship and righteousness, blood of Jesus experience with him and relationship with him, none of it should be taken lightly. And yes, the Bible does say we should test the spirit. So fine, it's true. But when, you get, when we get to a place of, I think, intimacy with God to some extent, there should be certain things we shouldn't be questioning. And, and this is me just talking to myself. Because God's version of events is true. Even when we may not have the physical evidence to back it up, you need to take his word for it. And you know, there are people like that. I mean, I remember, and it's all about credibility and trust. I remember there are things when, there are people that if I tell them today, whatever I tell them about certain things, they will take my version of events. Even when they do not have the, um, how would I say, they're not able to fact check me. There is no independent verification. They, 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 they don't have the, the, how would I say, the ability to cross check the facts I'm presenting, whether it's true or not. But because they know Shola, she will not lie. Why would she lie? She has nothing to gain from lying. I trust her. I have, you know, she's somebody I've known over a period of time. I know what she stands for. I know who she is. I have seen her, how she responds even in situations of temptations and everything. Shola, I trust her. So what she has told me, I, I can take it to the bank. I would believe her version of events. And I know that even if it turns out that certain things are wrong, you know, or she got things wrong... It's not because she maliciously intended to deceive, but, you know, so that's even on a human level. But what I'm saying is that on God's level, it's not even so much about, oh, whether um, could he have gotten things wrong? No. The question should be, is it God speaking? Have I, under- I mean, is it God speaking? Have I received the message accurately? Because if it's God speaking, then his version of events is true his account whatever it is he's telling you you should not play with it i just got it. another confirmation and the reason why i'm saying this you know is because like i said this particular thing that god was this particular version of events that an account that i'm referring to it challenged it challenged what is unbelievable to me because it challenges some of the beliefs that I have about myself. You know, like I said, when you, it's like, it's like somebody that you, you think that I will never get this thing or I will never be seen as this kind of person anymore. And then you go somewhere and then God is saying, no, actually, that thing that you believe is not true because that place that you went to, actually, they see you in this light. And you're like, no, it's not possible for them to see me in this light. I mean, look at me. I'm not that kind of person they would see in this light. And it's like, I'm telling you, this is the light in which they see you. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't think so. I, you know, I, you know. And then you then get confirmation that tells you that what God said, he was right. He was right. And believe, I kid you not, this is a conclusion I would never have come to myself. Even when the, you know, when you, you yourself, you have built up, how would I say, a, a stronghold, you know, you've told yourself, this can never happen to me, you know, or people will never, I don't know, you just see yourself, you know, but I think I'm now beginning to realize that, yeah, so I I, I really need to, I really need to trust God more. I, there's no better way to say this. I have to trust Him more. I have to trust Him more. I have to trust His version of events more. His word more. I just have to. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. And um, because, like I said, these mus- musings we never come to a conclusion. It's just music. That's why I call it musings. There's nothing. It's you know. It's just reflections. So thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.